Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Welcome to the Punters, mate. It's the 2nd of February. 2nd of February, 2024. It's a lovely Friday afternoon in Brisbane town as I welcome Sam Highland. Sammy, good afternoon to you. Hello, Chris O. Uh, yeah, big day on trackside today and uh, we've got a big weekend of racing, haven't we? It's, uh, oh. it's on again. There's, uh, yeah, there's plenty of sport well, going on and I tell you what, it's... Uh, well, the weather's been a bit of an improvement <laughs> on uh, what was wow. the start of the week. How it's, humid. Uh, we've said it um, many times before, us being uh, Melburnians, and uh, well, you're from South Australia originally, uh, yeah. aren't you? For a uh, year or so. South Australia. <laughs> Born in South Australia, yes. Were you, so, yeah. right? And yeah. then, uh, yeah. but yeah, it's uh, it amazes me when it rains here. Wow, does it rain. And gee whiz, uh, haven't we had some precipitation in the last week? Well, uh, with that and the humidity, it's been uh, very, very sticky indeed. But the humidity sort of died off, uh, when was it? Wednesday, probably? Yeah. Wednesday, the humidity died and uh, the fog went from the uh, windows at home. Do you have that problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the fog disappeared. So you knew, you knew the humidity had dropped down outside. But today, a lovely sunny day. And tomorrow at Eagle Farm, it'll be partly cloudy, which to me always means partly sunny as well. Uh, so we're looking forward to a, a good day's racing at Eagle Farm. But I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to as well, Sammy, and that is uh, racing at Rose Hill tomorrow. Oh. We've got some really good two-year-old races, the Canterbury and the Widden, and we get to see some of these two-year-olds step out on path to the Golden Slipper. And there's some nice ones amongst them too. So make sure you keep an eye on those races tomorrow at Rose Hill. Yeah, I think, uh, gee, i tell you what, I've I found it a bit difficult uh, of late just doing trackside and with these two-year-old races and, uh, you know, it's amazing how they can go out and show so much and then the next week, you know, you haven't got them, you know, and it's 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 tricky enough. It's, uh, you know, I think uh, I'm mindful of, of betting in these two-year-old races just because you, you just know how easily uh, they can tip over and have, and, and have had enough. And there know? seems to be so many of them. There's good yeah. two-year-olds all over the place and then something will start at the trials and... Something else will star on race day and they go up against each other and something else beats both of them. It's, yeah. it's just very competitive. Yeah. I mean, a year's gone by. It was a good two-year-old standout at a win like five straight. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem to be the way anymore. They're very, very competitive races, the two-year-old races. So everyone's screaming about how good Storm Boy is. I think he's up. You know, I'm not doubting that he is good, but he's going to face some stiff competition in the next month or two. Yeah, I think there's good improvement in that horse of uh, Snowden's that won at Caulfield the other day. He's definitely going to be improved as he gets out to a bit further. And with a bit of racing uh, under his belt, he was still green uh, the other day. And, and it wasn't until he balanced up and, and then he got his act together and picked up and quickened uh, 
He looks to be uh, pretty impressive, that horse. I, I like him. Godolphin haven't had a big season so far for two-year-olds, but I saw a couple of those at recent trials. Traffic Warden is one. We know a Traffic Warden's good because he ran second to Storm Boy, and then he won at Caulfield. He goes around in race three at Rose Hill tomorrow. And in race five, they've got a debutante by the name of Celerity, which costs, I think, $850,000. Have a look at its trial during the week. Wide around the turn, just coasted down the outside into a placing. So maybe Godolphin are about to uh, hit top gear with their two-year-olds. Uh, CJ Graham was on fire at the Sunshine Coast last week, Sammy. Four winners. She's, How good is CJ going? She's a great talent. Great talent. Uh, I think I was critical of one of her rides yesterday. Didn't really? Have my money on. Shit. But, uh, just jumped <laughs> slow and then zoomed around the field. Sat oh, she rode at least one winner yesterday. She may have ridden No, she one. rode a couple, I think. Yeah. And... Uh, but no, she's a great talent and uh, good on her. She's riding in, in super form and, uh, yeah, she's got a good book of rides uh, this Saturday, hasn't she? Yeah, and you know she's the regular rider of April and Augusta. Do you think those wins, oh, wow. you think those oh, right. wins last year sort of helped helped with her experience and confidence? The old April and Augusta. Where, where's it out in the paddock? No, no, she's back in work. Oh, she's wow. She's been through pre-training. She's back in Kelly Schweeter's stable, probably four weeks or so off a trial. Uh, and then hopefully... Back on track. So looking forward to her return. Now, the Queensland Summer Carnival, which we know goes for what, about eight weeks? Starts in November at the Sunshine Coast and oh, finishes yeah. in January at the Gold Coast. Jason Scott, uh, the head of uh, Racing Queensland, has uh, flagged a Summer Carnival overhaul, saying one of the things he said is state-restricted racing is rubbish. And he's talking about races such as the King of the Mountain, which is only for Queensland horses. Right. So... And look, and I know we have a lot to do with racing Queensland, but I like where Jason Scott's coming from. As a as a punter and a guy that's worked in a punting business, I know we work for Ladbrokes, he has a different outlook on things. Yeah. I, I, I like the way he thinks. And, I mean, the King of the Mountain probably find a new slot somewhere else during the year. It won't be run on New Year's Day next year. And the Summer Carnival will probably be condensed to four weeks instead of eight, Sam. So we'll see a few changes for the Summer Carnival going forward. Maybe it does go a little bit too long, and it does start in the spring, and in fact not the summer, being in November at the sunny coast. So we'll see what Gee, happens. That's, um, yeah, that surprises me. I mean, but uh, I, do we I, need eight weeks of summer carnival racing? I thought, uh, gee, I thought that summer carnival was uh, was going really well. But would the quality be a lot better if we condensed it to eight, to four weeks or five weeks? Uh, oh yeah. Maybe that's the talking point for coming weeks. Not yeah. today though. Radio. Now, the uh, official world rankings, the International Federation of Horse Racing Authorities put out their rankings, yearly rankings recently, and there's three Queensland races in the top 100, which is good. The Kingsford Smith Cup, uh, the Doombin 10,000, and the Stradbroke Handicap. Now, those races finished ahead of some prestigious interstate races, such as the Champion Stakes, the King Charles III, and the All Age Stakes. There you go. So good news for Queensland Racing to have three in the top 100. What do you think's the top? What do you think is the top Group One rated race in the world? Uh, you want a clue? It's the Ark. No, it's not in Europe, oh. and it's not in Australia. So it's in America. No, where? Japan. Ah, the Japan Cup. Right. The right. Cox Plate and the Champions Mile both equal 24th were the highest ranked Australian Group Ones in 2023. So there you go. Are. There you go. Uh, Giga Kick and Alligator Blood. They're out, Sammy. They're gone. 
for the carnival. Yeah, that's a shame. Uh, he's a good horse, what? that Giga Kick, isn't yep. he? He's a good horse, but um, you know, it's yeah, they're they're delicate, they're delicate, and it's that's uh, really sad. Alligator Blood, I think he he's been an amazing horse. Uh, you know, you you think David Van Dyke uh, placed him so well, did a super job with him. He hit that bit of a flat spot in the middle, and then then he went to Gay Waterhouses, and it was like uh, he came back better again. And yeah. you don't often see that horses have an injury like that and then come back better, or you know, get back to to as good as they were. And uh, he's been an amazing horse. I would have thought that's the end of the road for Alligator Blood. I think he had I an injury so. to the pastern, wasn't it? And uh, uh, but I did see there's some word that uh, don't rule out he, he might be back. I'd be. I'd be, uh, gee, I'd be surprised if he came back. He's done enough, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. And Giga Kick, well, we're not sure where he's going. He's not. He hasn't been ruled out for the future, but he's just um, hasn't really got over that injury from the uh, well, he sustained in the McEwen Stakes last spring. So we'll have to watch this space with Giga Kick. Uh, there'll be more vet tests carried out. Uh, first of the light poles, I saw some vision last uh, this week of the light poles. Well, the first of them being installed at the Gold Coast, Sammy. Exciting how times. How good. Uh, it'll be, um, uh, yeah, it'll be a, a good venue um, for, for night racing. And you would think, you would hope that uh, everybody on the Gold Coast uh, gets around it and supports it. I reckon and they will. It's not far to, uh, it's not far to go, is it, um, from the heart of the Gold Coast to uh, get to the races. So, um, That's you know, I, I'm not a fan of, of night racing as a rule, but uh, just knowing how hard it is on participants and 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 uh, the rest of it. But there in that location, it, it's uh, it's such an amazing uh, spot, isn't it? Where the race course is, you know, literally where well, you could walk from from surface to to the race course. I, I I have many yeah. times actually walked back. <laughs> Definitely just just recently, wasn't it? No, no, no. No, a few years ago. Oh. Actually, I remember as... Um, oh, where did you walk from the, the barrier draw to, to Northcliffe? No, that was, yeah, that was different. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't as far, but it was hot. It, whew, gee, that was hot. Actually, no, I did walk I, because we, one year I went to the Magic Millions, probably going back six, seven years ago, and we couldn't get a, any transport from, I think it was Broad Beach yep. to the track. Yeah. So I walked it, and yep. it was stinking hot. I remember when I got there, I had to lie down for about 20 minutes. <laughs> And have a, I had a, two or three glasses, of big glasses of Coke. I think I was well oh, and truly wow. dehydrated. So, uh, yeah, but you can do it. Yep, and I'll probably do it again before uh, my time is done. But, um, no, it, uh, look, I think the Gold Coast, because it draws so many tourists and there'll be Bucks parties and boys' yep. weekends and girls' weekends and whatever, golf trips, you name it, yep. it's going to be very popular on a Friday night or whenever it may be. And it's not that far away, so we'll keep you... I'll keep you notified of how close it's getting. Uh, now, Sammy, we lost Singapore. Well, we're losing Singapore. We lost, we're lost. we losing Macau. And now we're going to lose Greece. Yeah, I read that. No more Greek racing. I Not that I know that. a lot about it. I read that. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's very sad, isn't it? Uh, is it a sign of the times, Chris? You know, like it's um, uh, racing jurisdictions going under. And, uh, yeah, it's... That's just not good for horse racing uh, overall, you know. And not, to, and you know, to think that. Uh, <clears throat> well, you know, I look, I look in our own backyard uh, here in Australia, and 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 uh, you know, we have we have states that can't even get on and talk yep. to each other. You know, it's uh, it's not good. Where did it's it really, all go wrong? Really damaging, really damaging for the sport. 
Uh, ben Thompson, good news for Ben during the week. He's off uh, to ride in Hong Kong for a couple of months. Got a call from out of the blue and just said, would you like to come to Hong Kong? And he said, why not? So Steph, who was making her comeback at, uh, at Eagle Farm this morning, now, the horse she was riding, Magnus Bellagio, scratched. Now, I'm not sure if it's a dual accept. I'll check that. But uh, Steph will be going, as will baby Harry, and they'll be off to uh, Hong Kong. So good old Benny's put a, put the uh, kibosh on Steph's comeback. Yeah. But I'm sure she's not worried. No, I, I don't think uh, it's an amazing opportunity. And, uh, you know, Ben will, ben will uh, do really well there. I would have thought, and I'm sure um, Willow will have given him uh, a few handy hints uh, yep. going in there, going into to Hong Kong and, and some of Willow's old contacts uh, for sure. Because Craig Williams spent... A good while there, uh, and had good success in Hong Kong, and and uh, and obviously uh, Ben Thompson was apprenticed to Craig Williams' dad, Alan, and uh, yeah, he's, a, he's the way Ben conducts himself is uh, yeah, he's almost a carbon copy of, of he Craig, is. isn't he? Yeah. So he speaks so well, and he's yep. very passionate, and does his form inside out, and yeah, I think uh, uh, yeah, given the the right opportunities, he'll uh, he'll go there and do well. I, I look, I think. Um, Hong Kong, it's it's really tricky place because obviously Zach Burton is uh, controls the place and gets most of the best rides and and can pick and choose. You know, there's only a couple of jockeys there that can sort of uh, that get to pick and choose what they like to ride, and it's really tough when when you get there. But if uh, if you get there and have a bit of luck straight off the mark, um, it's uh, yeah, it can it can be worth so much to you and and. Um, yeah, hopefully that happens for Ben. I mean, Luke Curry is uh, somebody that is a fantastic jockey, and it was a real shame that that uh, he just didn't have any luck when he when he went to Hong Kong. I mean, he rode really well there, but just uh, just couldn't get enough winners on the board, and then the opportunities dry up. And since coming back to Melbourne, Luke has flown like he's he's a top jockey, Luke. And and uh, you know, I wouldn't rule out that given the right opportunities, he'll get back to Hong Kong one day, but. It's it is that fickle there. Yeah. If you don't get get there and have luck straight away, uh, the the longer you're there without riding winners, it can or getting only minimal, not many winners, um, it can be really tough for you. So, uh, but Ben, will, you know, I'm sure he'd be well aware of that. And so, as much as you can be a good jockey going there, you need to have a bit of luck getting uh, getting on the right horses. That's for sure. He did ride for some time in Singapore too, Ben Thompson, quite yep. some time. So. Uh, I'm sure that experience will come in very handy. So good luck to Ben. Good luck to Steph. Uh, good luck to young Harry. I hope they have a ball over there and Ben rides many, many winners. Um, we'll try and catch up with him while he's there. Probably he's a regular on the show. He's a big fan of the show, Sammy. That's it. He's Ben Thompson. So uh, we wish him all the best. I'm sure that I'm going to put the flame right underneath your seat with this uh, one. I thought when I saw this on the rundown, <laughs> I was like, do, am I really that guy that just gets grumpy well, every you know what? Every I'm time. with you. Because when I saw this, my I wasn't happy, put it that way. I, I, I saw this come up in the, uh, in the news during the week of another race name change that the Chipping Norton Stakes, the time-honoured Group 1 Chipping Norton Stakes in Sydney will now be called the Very Elegant. What do you think of that, Sam? It's just rubbish. It is. And it's, do you know what? It's, it gets back to uh, what I was saying before about, about um, you know, states not being able to get on with each other and, and work in together. Not at all do they work in together. They work against each other, don't they? 
uh, the the uh, you know two most popular yep. racing states here in Australia, and and then uh, yeah, it's all it's all just noise, isn't it? Change the race's name, and there's amazing history that that uh, that goes into a lot of these race names, and and it's really sad. It's really sad. It's uh, you know I, I look at I look at the Australian Cup, how the Australian Cup has has suffered so much because of the all-star mile which is just i mean that that just baffles me the um this all-star mile garbage it, it's it hasn't it hasn't been a success it's the the whole boating you know what about the smoke and mirrors and uh, all all the you know thousands of people that are ringing up voting for horses and and getting on the internet and voting for these horses and we had all this interaction with this racing it's all nothing. Well, it's just not true. And, and you know, it's like changing race names. It's Once it's done, Chris, you, you can't well, take you it can't back. you can't take it back. You and can't look, take it back. The uh, Chipping Norton Stakes is the first Group 1 of the year in Sydney. Um, it's been the Chipping Norton since 1925. Wow. So why are we changing it? Wow. 100 years later almost. Because Very Elegant won it twice. Jeez. Big deal. I mean, we know Very Elegant was a champion mare. She won Melbourne Cup. She was she was brilliant. There's no doubt about it. But are we just going to rename every race after a Melbourne Cup winner that wins a couple of other races? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's just it's getting out of control, and that history is now gone. Wiped. That's gone. No more who, chipping who, Norton Stakes. Who, who makes these decisions? Oh. Who's who's the one that says let's change this race's name? I don't know. Maybe we will have to get them on the show. Sad. I doubt we'd be able to track them down. It's but a shame. It's a real shame. I mean, what about the Villiers? I can't remember. That's been changed to something too. The George Main's gone. That's something else. So, I mean, where is it going to end? Yeah. Anyway, I'm not happy about it. I knew you wouldn't be happy about it. So we're on the same page there. Now, today's guest on the show will be Talia Fenlon, who, of course, rode her first Saturday Metro winner at the Sunshine Coast last Saturday. We've, we've spoken to Talia before on a couple of other shows. She's a, a great girl. She's an apprentice that I think she was with John Manselman up north. And she's found her way now down to uh, Chris Munts, and she's doing a really good job. And she's got a good book of rides uh, tomorrow at Eagle Farm. So I'll be interested to talk about those. Now, also, Sammy, I'm looking forward to the sausage file this week because I have got a sausage file. You are loaded. Bulging. Uh, but hang on a minute. Uh, did I see that one of my favourites is Maybe. in there? One Maybe. of my favourites. I'm going to ask you about it, but Gee, we'll get to it. You're, t- you're being tough, honey. Winnie. You have your thin sausages and you have your fat <laughs> sausages. Today's is fat. <laughs> you're being tough on Winnie. <laughs> My mate Winnie. We'll get whoa, to him. Whoa, 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 we'll whoa, get whoa, to him. Whoa, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> he doesn't like it. <laughs> Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. And I can tell you we're racing on the Sunshine Coast tonight on a heavy eight track, Sam. So the uh, highway will be nice and full <laughs> right about now. Tomorrow we race at Eagle Farm, Ipswich, Bundaberg. There's a meeting on the sand track there tomorrow. That's a uh, tab meeting. Cool. And Toowoomba's back in the twilight zone. Normality has been restored. We haven't raced for four weeks at Toowoomba on a Saturday night. Been very much missed. So Toowoomba's back. And then we're back to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. Oh, make me over. I'm all I want to be. All right, Sam, we're going to catch up with Talia Fenlon, as promised. Now, Talia rode... Let's check whether it was her first Metro winner or her first Saturday Metro winner at the Sunshine Coast last Saturday. Whatever the case, she's doing a terrific job. And we have spoken to her in the past when she was based up north, I think, with John Manselman. So, Talia, good afternoon to you. Hello. Thank you for having me. 
Ah, it's a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Now, just confirm that. Was it was it your first Metro winner or your first Saturday Metro winner? Uh, my first Saturday Metro winner. Okay. Well, congratulations on that. And uh, you rode Heroic Miss beautifully and you got the job done. Beat, uh, beat Viminel and Hatchet, who I was keen on. So uh, didn't win with Hatchet, but I was very happy to see you win. Now, just a sidelight, Sammy, um, I was coming back from the Derby Day meeting at Flemington last year, yeah. last November. It was a Sunday morning and I was at Melbourne Airport and I'd had three hours sleep and oh. I wasn't feeling 100%. Ooh, you big raging, I wasn't you. feeling you'd 100%. Raging, you. Cameron Partington was there, standing there. Well, everyone knows Cameron Partington in uh, the Queensland racing industry, but he had a couple of other people with him who he introduced to me and it was Talia Fenland's mum and dad. Oh, wow. So I got to meet Talia Fenland's uh, parents and I can tell you, Talia, uh, I know where you get your manners and politeness from because your parents were lovely people. Yes, thank you. I'm pretty lucky to have their support and, yeah, I guess <laughs> upbringing from them. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can remember. As I said, I'd only had three hours sleep and I wasn't quite with it. But, uh, yeah, I, they probably thought, who was that bloke? He was away with the fairies. <laughs> but did, would you tell them that I was a bit tired? I can tell them that. <laughs> Talia, your dad, was he's a big hitter at the Rocky Turf Club, is he not? Yes. Yeah, he was um, the CEO up there for uh, five odd years uh, while I was in school. And, yeah, he only finished up, uh, would have been a few years back now. And he's actually still um, got a bit to do with the Trainers Association. He helps Cam out um, and then he does the real estate commercial side, selling pubs and whatever. Beautiful. Now, for the people that don't know, give us a quick Talia Fenland story. Um, well, yeah, I'm from Rockhampton. I'm born and bred there. Uh, I started pony club probably at a young age, and I guess that's probably what really got me into the horses. Um, then we did a fair bit of, yeah, pony club, camp drafting, um, mounted games. We just did the lot. And then my brother was riding track work for our good family friends while we were in school. Um, I was just a bit too young, but Fred Smith had always asked, when are you going to start riding track work, girl? And, oh, well, <laughs> when I got old enough, I applied. And I used to go in with my brother um, in the mornings before school and ride track work for Fred. And then I think that was year 10 year 10 and 11 and then I wasn't a big fan of school so in year 12 I think it was I started my certificate three in track work and it's I guess the first step of being an apprentice jockey and I guess that yeah led me to where I am now. So who were you with in, in Rocky? Because I know you used to ride a lot. Uh, Fred I, Smith. I was afraid it was Fred because I know you used to ride a bit for, uh, for John Manselman around the place as well maybe further north. Yeah, definitely. I had a lot of good support up that way from, yeah, John Manzeman, um, Kevin Miller gave me my first winner at Gladstone, uh, Nick Walsh, Clint Taylor. Yeah, I was very fortunate up that way to have a lot of support behind me. You're like a, you're like a uh, Hall of Famer already in, in Rocky <laughs> in North Queensland, aren't you, Talia? What was that? Sorry? <laughs> I said you're like a Hall of Famer in uh, in in Rocky and and uh, and and North Queensland. Get plenty of support for, from uh, everybody. <laughs> yes, definitely. Rocky's, I guess, pretty small compared to down in Brisbane, and 
just growing up there, going to school there, knowing everyone at the track, it uh, yeah, it makes it a big community. <laughs> everyone knows everyone. Chris, Chris I, I was lucky enough to uh, uh, go to the Albion Park puppies with uh, uh, Talia a couple of weeks ago, and that was a fun night, wasn't it, Talia? Um, my good mate Nathan Grubby Day was leading the charge, and we basically got kicked out of the dogs because we were being too loud. Everybody really? was, yeah. Well, there was there was quite a few from the dog fraternity that were just frowning upon us because. Uh, yeah, Grubby was getting a bit vocal, and we, look, we'd had a few. Sherbets. I was going to say, yeah, we'd had a few sherbets under our belt, hadn't we, Talia? You, you were, you were uh, quiet and, was and it, well Talia, behaved. Was it embarrassing, Talia, being out with these old blokes? Um, <laughs> I can say I've been out with Grubby Day a few times, so I'm kind of used to him. So I can't say it was embarrassing, but you know, you just you can't really, yeah. You got to look the other way when everyone's looking at them. Yeah, so it is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it. No, you can't say it. <laughs> oh, that would have been exciting. Now, uh, you made the move to Chris Munster's. When was that? Uh, that was, I think, May last year. And you're enjoying it? Yeah, it is. It was a big change coming from um, Rockhampton. It was the only track I'd ever actually even ridden track work at. So. It was definitely a big eye-opener coming down here and seeing how um, busy the lifestyle is and how many horses get worked and how many different tracks there are versus Rocky. Yeah, and this, this, the, the change. I mean, the change in, in moving from a, a country town to the big smoke, how much of an impact does that have on you? How have you handled that? Um, well, I only live two minutes from the track, so that side's pretty good, but I can say the travelling to races, I'm not a big fan of. I no. get a bit of road rage having to sit in the traffic and yeah, I'm not not too big of a fan of that. <laughs> so you're happy when you're riding in town? You haven't got You can walk if you're riding in town. Uh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's very good getting to drive two minutes to the races. <laughs> now, Muncie was obviously an outstanding jockey and uh, how does it go with, um, yeah, what's he like being a master? And, and uh, I'm sure he's, he's got, uh, he can help you along the way. I, I've always, th I always think that it's a, it's a huge advantage to have, um, be apprenticed to somebody that has been a jockey and especially a, a successful jockey like that. Um, uh, you know, just little things that I'm sure Chris Mance would just see and pick up on just watching you ride work. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm very fortunate to have him as a boss, as someone who's ridden, especially, um, yeah, coming from, I guess, Rockhampton to here. I needed a yeah boss who can help me with my riding to, um, yeah, I guess, improve. And, yeah, he's very helpful. We'll sit down and watch the replays um, before the races. He'll tell me, have a look at the speed maps and see where I should be. And, yeah, no, he is very, very helpful. Now, Heroic Miss, uh, how confident were you last Saturday that she'd get the job done for you? Um, well, she had the lightweight of 51, and I've ridden her a fair few times, and she's one of the favourites at track work, so it's good to really know her. And I thought, yeah, the race actually panned out exactly how I hoped it would. Um, I could get out and get to the fence and let the speed cross, and she had a beautiful run in behind, and just that no weight on her back, she could, yeah, really hit the line well. Well, Nathan Exelby was very, very keen on her chances. 
on Saturday morning, I can tell you that. So he was certainly in your corner. Now, as for tomorrow, you have three rides at this stage, races one, two, and seven. Uh, you kick it off in race number one. You're riding Mashani Unlawful for Les Ross. Yeah, it drew a bit ordinary um, over the 1,200, but once again, it's got no weight on its back um, down to 51, so hopefully it can run a good race. Uh, race two, you're riding She's a Rogue for Chris. Now, look, doing the form for this race, I honestly feel as though if She's a Rogue turned up and put her best foot forward, she'd win this race, but she just tends to mix her form a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, her last run at Ipswich was exceptional against that yeah dollar thirty favourite. Um, she gave it a good run for its money. Uh, she drills the good gate and thousand metres. Hopefully, she can do the same as she did at Ipswich. Show that form, and yeah, she should be very hard to beat. And what about Brocky in race number seven? It's drawn well this horse. Yeah, it has drawn well. Um, I haven't ridden it before, but it does have pretty good form at Eagle Farm, so hopefully it can get the job done, especially with apprentices on. Well, I can tell you I tipped Rocky in the Country Cup there during the Magic Millions Carnival, and I thought it was a great chance, but just got too far back. No urgency early on and uh, ended up being out of the race, but finished off okay, and has got some really good form in some better races, so not without a chance, Brocky. I wish you the best, because I just cannot catch that horse. So out of those three, which are you looking forward to riding the most? And I think you're going to say she's a rogue. Yeah, I'd like to say she's a rogue, especially, you know, having a bit to do with her at track work. And, yep. yeah, it's kind of good winning on one for the boss. <laughs> Talia, go on, sorry, Sammy. Talia, who's uh, who's doing your booking your rides? And uh, have you got a manager? Uh, yes, I have Adrian Gray. Rightio. And uh, is... Uh, uh, Adrian Gray, is he is is that AJ that used to be with Tony Dolan? Yes, I think back so. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah. He's gone into jockey managing, eh? I think he's been in a few things. Didn't he go to New South Wales at some stage? Yeah, yes, yeah. he was. Yeah, I used to ride for his grandfather. Actually, I won on a horse called Bundalagua for Peter Gray, who only just passed away just recently. He was a lovely guy uh, from Sale uh, down in the uh, Gippsland. Yeah, they're good racing families. Yeah. Down in Gippsland. Well, Adrian's doing a, a great job for you, Talia. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Great to have you on the show. Uh, we wish you all the best going forward. You're doing a great job so far, and no doubt there's many more winners to come. Oh, good. Thank you for having me again. No, our pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Talia Fenland joining us there, Sammy. And as I said, she's doing a, a terrific job. A great young girl, and she'll ride plenty of winners. Yeah, she will. Uh, she does a, does a super job and real passion for, for racing. And, you know, obviously grown up in it and uh, her family heavily involved in it in Rockhampton. So good on her. She's doing a super job and she rides really well. And the fact that she can ride light is, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big help. Huge benefit, that's for sure. Now, uh, before we go to the break, uh, you spoke about greyhounds. Did you catch any of the Group 1 action at the Albion Park last night? I did not. Fantastic stuff. I did not. Gold Cup final and the Gold Bullion. Uh, and they were both won by dogs that were off speed. And they got there. Well, that first one actually won. I can't think of the name of it. I'll get it in a moment. But the first one won running away. But the second one got there right on the line. Could have been a bit of an optical illusion. Morton was the name of the second one. And the first one had a tricky name, which I'll get to in a minute. But uh, that was a massive 
massive, massive night at the uh, at the Greyhounds last night. Would have been a good night to go. I've been uh, I've been dabbling in a bit of Greyhound action on Mondays and Tuesdays with uh, the Brown Dog because we haven't had a lot of race meetings uh, to deal with. So we've been uh, tipping a bit at Horsham and Warnable and well. I'd, I don't, the green box, I don't like it, Chris. I don't the know squeeze the, box. I don't oh, know good. if the door opens a bit slower or, you, you know, know. the rules. Gets out the back, always out the back, the green dog. You know the rules. You don't back, you back one, two, seven or eight, and the rest of them are the squeeze boxes, Sammy. <laughs> Gee whiz. All right, we'll go for a break. We'll come back and we'll catch up with Gibbo, Sausage of the Week. Plenty more to come on The Punters, mate. This is the Punters Mate on SEN. How's that sound? A bit of, bit of uh, young MC. Good stuff. <laughs> now, great to chat to uh, Talia Finland. Uh, she's doing really good things, and the future looks very bright for Talia, does it? Now, Time for our bulging sausage file. It is time for Sausage of the Week. Now it's full. It is full. Have you got anything to add before I start? Look, uh, I'm going to put this out there. I felt for Miles. Uh, I worked Ooh. with him on trackside on Thursday, and he tipped a horse very strongly, and it went by the name of Sir Joe. And it ran terrible. Maybe it pulled up with issues. Heat Maybe stress. It was not good enough. Oh, did, was it heat stress? Yeah. Do we say heat stress because we don't really know what happened? Maybe. Do we say start a favourite? Everyone backed it, and we need we need to say something happened, so we're going to say heat stress. Where does that so, come from? The stable? Yeah, I don't. The stable report back and say it had heat stress. Don't know what. Yeah, I just don't know about heat stress. It's one of those. Uh, is it up there with um, slow recovery and cardiac arrhythmia? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's... Uh, and thumps. Yeah, thumps. Some horses yeah. seem to win with the thumps. Others they, fail miserably. Well, it's funny how many times they get it and then the next start they win. Have you seen that? Yes, they, that's an interesting lots one. Of times. Same with the cardiac arrhythmia. Yeah. That works that way as well. So I don't, I don't know. But look, uh, Sergio is... We'll put him in the sausage file and I'm sure... Miles will have him in the sausage file because... Uh, do you know, what does Miles do next tight? Does he jump on again or does he let him go? I would, what do you I would do? suggest not unless it's going to a uh, <laughs> Kilcoy maiden. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, so that's your sausage this week. Yeah. I got a few. I got one from yesterday at uh, Dooman. Plundering. Uh, yeah. This horse is a major disappointment. He's consistent, but he just can't win. And he sat outside the leader and just folded up at odds on. Uh, look, he did have his shoe changed at the barriers, and there was a, a vet examination. There's another one, Sam. But he failed Who miserably. rode plundering? Uh, I'll have to get back to you there. I don't think I've got it handy here, but I'll get back to you on that. Now, from last week, into the sausage file goes Aussie Nugget, who is an absolute shocker. I can't catch him. Uh, Golden Boom, Sam. Does he go in? Well, <laughs> uh you're strong on him. I am, but I don't know how much longer I can be strong. Yeah. He didn't offer much in the straight. 
Get Tony C- going on CJ next time. Rode plundering. Did, was this the horse that got back and then zoomed up? Yeah, and then sat outside the Did, leader. Yeah, he didn't have a lot go his way, but no, he's just, he missed the start. That's the horse. Yeah, finding ways to get beaten though. Okay. Okay. I I, I thought it was an excuse yesterday. Okay. Um, Battleton out of Sydney last week. People keep tipping Battleton. He's just the biggest enigma going around. Man behind the money's not far behind him. He got beaten as well. Uh, now I, just... I won't have it. I will not have <laughs> just... you. I will not have you bag this horse. I, I was going to ask you about. I won a lot of money on this horse. Yeah, one but day. that doesn't last forever. It, no, just because it... you won on him. I love him. I Winston love him. Winston Smurf Hill. He's quirky. He's quirky. Yeah, he can. I thought he went okay. I, I wasn't. I you wasn't... told me he'd win last week. Yeah, I wasn't uh, too disappointed. But there was. <laughs> I did think he'd get the lead, and he didn't do that. And I think he's a horse that. As I say, he's quirky. I think he's better when he's in front and he hasn't got anything to, you know, if he has too much going on around him, I think it's, I think it's. Uh, so how do we know all that? It's a worry. Back? Well, he's just, he, he needs to jump and all right, get, well, we'll lead him by we'll give him two lengths. Okay. He needs to lead by two lengths. No, no one uh, interfering or, or worrying. He just likes to be out there being a free bird, you know, right. so. I'm I'm willing to give him a chance, Winston okay. Smurfield. All right, and so I'll put a line through him. He's not going in as yet, but I'll keep asking you. Yeah. Now, I think the first winner out of the Sausage Bowl happened last week, and it was Zoo Tiger in Sydney that I put in a couple of weeks earlier. So right. it's finally happened. So apologies <laughs> there. I've got one wrong. But there's a lot in there that uh, haven't won, and the ones we're adding today are Aussie Nuggets, Plundering, Battleton, Man Behind the Money, and I'm not putting Golden Boom in yet. If you're not putting Winston Smurfield in, I'm not putting Golden Boom in. Okay. Is that fair? Uh, that's Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Well, I'm not putting Winston Smurfield in there. Winnie now, will come out and win at odds next time. I'm not putting Golden Boom in, should I say. You win some, you lose more for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. On the Gold Coast, in the sunshine, a holiday paradise. He's been a very hard man to get hold of, Sammy, as uh, Gibbo of late. Uh, I know a couple of weeks ago he was busy playing golf. And then last week we tried and tried and tried, but he was tied up in a conference call. I mean, he's become he's bigger ro- than we... He's, he's he the, was big and now he's bigger. He's the rock star of the Gold Coast. Yeah, it's going to be soon. It's going to be... Uh, if you want me on the show, speak to my manager. Is this... Back, back by popular demand, though. Everybody's been oh, asking. Have they? What? Lots of people rang me up and said... Well, where was Gibbo last week? He was just doing Gibbo things. The only oh, reason oh, they oh. listen to the show. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you what, the old big and getting bigger—that's that might be me waistline, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some uh, you swimming at a pool, so that's not true. Yeah, no, doing a little charity charity this month. Uh, Any time for the Starlight uh, Sick Kitties in Hospital. Any time this month, you could add your own tally. So I thought, why not help out some sick kitties? So. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm, I've said I'd swim 10Ks this month, so I I didn't miss it. I started day one because I, I need as many Ks in there as I can to make it a bit easier at the end of the month. So how many Ks have you swum so far? Um, well, I started a day early, but that's that's going to count. So I did a K the first day, 1.7 the second. So I'm on track. I'm on track. Yeah, you're well and truly on track. Can you go over or are you just going to stop yeah. at the 10? Yeah, you can go over. I've had a mate hit me up for a five-kilometre ocean swim. I'm actually at oh. Coolangatta Beach, so I'm looking at where I have to swim. A little more daunting when you're looking at, like, a 5K beach ocean swim. So that's in April, that one. So I'll, I'll see how I go. 
Does it get sharky out there? Oh. Any sharkies? Oh, yeah, don't say that word. That's the only reason, because it's, it's a big ocean swim, that one, with lots of people, so I like my, mm. my odds. But he did say to me, oh, there's about 20 that do an ocean swim every Saturday, Sunday. I said, 20 to 1. Hey. Yeah, I tell you what, if, that, if, one of those, if one of those gave you a tickle on the, on the tootsies, you'd, you'd get moving, wouldn't you? I reckon. Oh, you'd swim like the speed oh, of light. And Sammy, you know, like if I'm swimming with 20, you know, they like, you know, they always say the strongest survive. Well, I'd be that little weakling out the back just kicking <laughs> like a seal. Up and down in the one That's spot. Easy picking. That's easy like picking plunge. for the Noah Ark. You'd be like plundering yeah. at uh, Doombin yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I don't want to hear that when you're in the water. <laughs> no. Now, uh, got any, there's no racing at the Gold Coast, but we saw the light, the first of the light towers go up during the week, Gibbo. Were you there to help? Were you on hand? Yeah, no, no, I didn't know. I've seen that as well. It's, um, yeah, it's exciting times. It's um, no racing, but all for, the, uh, all for the betterment and looking forward to that down the track. When do we... When did we return? Any idea? I think we were going to just oh, work that. Oh, good question. No, yeah, okay. We'll worry about I'll that. search that for you. No. That's okay. I know you've got other things to do. You've got plenty on your plate living that <laughs> lifestyle that you're living down there at the moment. Now, uh, oh, any geez. tips? <laughs> any tips over the weekend? Um, look, yeah, just a couple. Like, maybe the trip's not ideal, but Eagle Farm race two, number six, the real Ascot. Mm. Um, I'm Pretty sure it's the best horse in the race. I just last prep, I sort of thought it was just this would be the right trip, but as it got out, I'm sort of thinking 1350 might be more the go. But I just think it map well, it might even come back a better horse this time. So I could have something on um, the real Ascot in race two, and yep. then I think it's Melbourne about race eight, number one, wrote to Arataki. It's gone around in some really good races. There's one or two here we're still learning about down the bottom that might be nice horses that have had some support, but. Just think, wrote to Arataki. Got a bit of class edge on him. Think it gets him well at the weight. So around three dollars eighty, I think it's it's one we can definitely have something on. All right. So the two for you tomorrow: Eagle Farm race two, number six, Surreal Ascot, and Caulfield race eight, number one, wrote to Arataki. There's uh, that's it. Nothing else. Thank you, Lineman. Thank you, Bull Boys. All right, mate. Good luck. Uh, stay safe, and we'll check in with you next week and see what adventures you've been up to. Good to talk to you, lovely gentlemen. <laughs> and yeah, Gibbo. Ah, it's always great to chat with Gibbo. And uh, as I said, he's leading the uh, the lifestyle down there. He's not at the beach. He's on the golf course or in conference calls. He's uh, getting a very corporate sort of status. Good on him. Yeah, good on him indeed. Good on him. All righty. Now, Sammy, tips. Righto. Eagle Farm, my best on Saturday is race eight, number 11, African Daisy. Ooh. Uh, I think this can be winning, and you'll get it at $4.20 uh, this afternoon. So, uh, yeah, I just think it was good first up. It's drawn a good case. Uh, second up, effective at the trip. It's Yeah, it's not a great race. So I, I'm all about the daisy, African daisy. Then I'm going to tip you one mm-hmm. at a price here. Uh, race 10. Number 11, Tin Tin Win. This opened up at $91. Wow. It's into $41. Is that your money? Now, I had something on it. And, what it is? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, gee, gets in with no weight. This, it's not hopeless. It's over the odds. So Tin Tin Win for me. And race six, number 12, Sablenko. I reckon it'll be getting the money 
five bucks you can get it. It's got uh, another with the claim for Manu Potguider. Um, yeah, it's been about the money all three runs this time around. There's been a few scratchings out of that race. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's found its right race. Tin, tin, win. There's a theme here. Malia Castle. Malia Castle taking three kilo. You're a fan, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I think she rides really well. Yeah. And the fact that she, she rides the weight. I mean, she walks around about like 48 kilos. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, those horses that can that get into those races with postage stamp on their back, uh, yeah, I reckon it can get there. All right. Uh, now, I'm going to go with Eagle Farm. Now, I'm going to tip a bunch of horses here that all won midweekers at their last start. I think they can all carry that form to tomorrow. Race five, number two, Captain Finkel. Uh, race six, number 13, Lennox. And race eight, number nine, taking you on here, head to head with Belvedere Boy. Oh, wow. So 5 2, 6 13, and 8 9. I've got one for you at Rose Hill, and that is in the last race. Race 10, number 12, Walenda, who ran some nice sectionals home behind Cabalis a couple of weeks ago. Now, South Australian tips, jump onto Twitter, or known these days, Sammy, X, X. South underscore tips so at south underscore tips and anthony this week has tipped us for morfittville tomorrow race three number five pearl adios to win race four number three pompey empire to win race five number five lapilli each way and race six number seven tap in for par which i know he's tipped before each way so three number five four number three five number five six number seven from anthony at south australian horse Racing tips. You win some, you lose more for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And that's pretty much it for us uh, this week, Sammy. Cohen, what do you got on for the weekend? Ah, uh, geez, I'm heading up to Bruce Vegas, mate. It's my little brother's birthday. So, oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, getting him, in the, getting him in the van and take him up for a bit of a, a road trip up there. There's a VR little driving thing up there that he'll love and a bit of rock climbing with him and he'll love that mate beautiful what are you boys up like to i just see i weekend. just see my mate uh punch lanes in at uh caulfield on saturday have yeah. something on him he'll he'll be hard to beat in that race i reckon there you go here's a tip for you Cohen. lovely punch lane punchy Might punch have. on all what? right well have a great weekend everyone out there thanks for listening catch you same place same time next friday on the punters mate on SEN track good luck